Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Seer Soccer Studs Podcast, where we discuss the beautiful game with a southern twang. I'm your co-host, Matt. And I'm Joe. So, Matt, you ready to cut this midweek biscuit? I am. All right. I am. Nothing on it today. Okay. Just, I, I Plain, got nothing. You're cutting everything out, huh? <laughs> yep. Just, uh, you know, trying to lose a little bit of weight, so... Yeah, this this biscuit's invisible. Okay. <laughs> Air biscuit. Air biscuit. Oh, yeah. Delicious. We do have to we do have to say something, you know. We do have a couple people across the pond that listen to the to the pod. Mm-hmm. You know, a southern American biscuit is not a biscuit. Oh like no. It, yeah. We're talking a real deal biscuit. Yeah. Cat's head biscuit. Yeah. Big one. <laughs> Cat's head. Fluffy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's uh Well Meemaw will call it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Meemaw. Mm-hmm. I've got a grand. Oh, you got grand. Oh, I got right. a grand. So and a grandma. Mm. And then yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um guys, welcome to a what we hope is gonna be a real quick midweek game. Qu- quicker than most. Game uh podcast. There we go. Yep. Um, only five games. One was postponed due to Villa catching up on some games and then Southampton playing in the FA Cup. So only five games, but we actually got two emails this week for the tailgate. So we're not going to be doing segments. Okay. Just jump on the tailgates. I'm with you. Okay. So, Joe, how you doing today? Doing fantastic. Anything going on special? Anything we need to talk about? Yes, there is. I'm doing a special road trip starting next week. Are you now? I am. Yes, sir. So I'll be gone for a couple weeks. Y'all won't hear this beautiful voice. Uh, Just be Matt and we got a guest. We do have a guest. Um, We still... We're trying to work through some of that, but um, it looks like that I'm going to trade one Man U fan out for another. Mm-hmm. Sorry, he's, he's to not all a true Southerner either. <laughs> yes, that's, that's that's my true. one complaint against him. Otherwise, funny guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, raised in or born in New York, but he spent most of his life down here. Still right. has that little bit of that accent. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, he's no cool. problem. He's going to keep uh, it going strong for me. Yeah, yeah. I think we're. He may hear this tomorrow and be like, oh, wait, I've been recruited? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, so, yes, what? So we're we're working on the final details, but uh, don't you worry. I think the next podcast we'll do is next Friday. The games are going on through the middle of next week. So, yeah, uh, look for one to drop next Friday. And, Joe, you will be sorely missed. I will think about y'all. Yeah. And actually the uh, president of our fan club is my road trip buddy oh nice el presidente shout out presidente el presidente yep good stuff well guys like we said hopefully this one's going to be a little bit short we'll run through the games real quick first game of the week of this match week let's say Mm -hmm. west ham two west brom one uno yes Mm. do you like this game it's decent it was really open. Yeah, I, I mean, like it's crazy. I, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying being a fan of being a neutral fan of a lot of these games, right? Rather than watching my team play, because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Some of these teams match up. Yeah, I mean, we had a crazy um, result today that just finished up a few, you know, about an hour ago. Crazy results. Oh so, yeah, yeah, but. West Ham and West Brom. Yeah, game was completely wide open. Um, but we'll get right to it. My man. The man. Bowen. Scores in. JB. Yeah. <laughs> Jared Bowen. Scores in stoppage time of the first half. Um, basically, did you see what uh, what was his name? Oh, man. Ben Rama did to my boy Connor Gallagher. No, no, I didn't see that. 
He twisted his underwear up. Ooh. Put it in yeah. a knot. Yeah, I mean. Put a knot in those waddy tatties. <laughs> Gallagher definitely could have got closer to the ball, but just uh, Ben Rama cut one way, the other way, cut back, and then crossed it. All the way to the back post where Soufal runs mm-hmm. onto it, hits a volley, just smashes it across the goal, and Jared Bowen does a – it's probably like his his upper chest. Peck. High peck, collarbone, <laughs> shoulder yep. Region. area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had to watch it a few times to see where it act- how it actually went in. But Yeah, you don't see that every week. No. Nice little chest in. Yeah. They just put his body in the way and – Guided it in. Body do the work. Yeah. Great goal. Past our boy, Sam Johnston. Yes. Hmm. But uh, the second half started off just like the the first half did, wide open. Pereira gets the ball about 30, 45 yards out. Sickening. Nobody closes him down. Mm. Nobody steps. He's like, oh, you just going to let me have this biscuit? (laughs) Pretty sure he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> he probably doesn't. He's is he's he's Spanish descent Brazilian. Brazilian? Okay, Brazilian. well, we're not sure about that. <laughs> so he probably has a little bit of an accent that wouldn't be English. So I apologize about that. But yeah, what a shot! Just smashed it with his left foot, his weaker oh, man. foot. This guy's I mean, scoring goals for fun now. Yeah, I mean, heck of a goal. That looked like his natural natural foot. Yes. His strong, his strong foot. Strong side. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's Brazilian. He is Brazilian? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then he's... Confirmation. He's got a little Portuguese accent. Yeah. But then uh, a few minutes later, about 15, actually, beast mode. Gosh. So good to have him back. It is. It really is. And Just he puts my in, heart. He puts in so much effort. And did you... Um, was it... I think it was this game, but uh, he was running down the field and somebody tried to go shoulder to shoulder with him. <laughs> he, didn't turn did out well. <laughs> I mean, he bumped this guy, and this guy looked like he was doing a bicycle kick midair yeah. with no ball around. <laughs> it was, gosh. Mm, sometimes you got to learn the hard way. Yeah, the commentators even were cracking up over it. They are like, oh, wow, that is, that's a meaty forward. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a meaty man. Oh, man. But, yeah, Antonio, ah, another ball crossed into the box. Yarmolenko wins the header, just puts it back into the mix, and then Antonio is almost like falling away and does a, a ground scissor kick behind the back scissor, some, yeah. something like that. Reverse back yeah, scissor twist. Yes, that's what it is. It's the reverse scorpion, yeah. <laughs> silver back, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what a good goal, and uh, gave them the win. Uh, the game was actually pretty wide open after that. Chances on both ends, but it finishes 2-1. to one. Big Sam got his win, and then he had to eat some more humble pie. Yeah, I saw a stat where, okay, so that's, it's halfway through the season, 19 games. West Brom lost 12. I think only two teams have escaped relegation with 12 losses in the first half of the season. And did Big Sam coach both of them? He, he no. <laughs> I wish he did. Maybe the Magic. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be close for him. But dang, speaking of managers, though, did you did you read David Moyes? You hear what he had to say after the match? I did not. Man, I mean that that bony little chest was puffed out. He's talking big. He's talking about making a charge. You know, top half of the table. He's like, that's where we belong, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, this man. Yeah, he's sounded cocky. Well, they're trying to do work in the transfer window. I mean, they sold Sebastian Allaire. Yeah, at a big loss. Yeah, but, I mean, still, he come, he's he been in the the team for a season and a half, and he's like, nope, you're not yeah. good enough. We're David sending Moyes you is, to Ajax. Yeah, that's a cocky, yeah. <laughs> scrawny old man. I mean, I've, I've seen some stuff, and, I, I mean, you never know with the amount of rumors that go around until you actually see somebody sign the piece of paper. But there's there's some movement at West, West Ham. Ham. I mean, it's it shades, I've said it before, but shades of Everton and David Moyes' heyday. When you go down the list, you know, Antonio is a new Cahill. Jerry Bowen, Stephen Pinar, 
I mean, just great players. And, yeah, that Everton team was knocking on the top four for quite a while. I mean, shoot, West Ham keeps getting the three points. Let me ask you this. So, uh, West Ham, they play at London Stadium. Yes. Still, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. So, that place is notorious for having some pretty dire fans. Crappy. Just, yeah. <laughs> Atmosphere. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, without their fans being there, do you think it may be benefiting the team right now? It might be. I don't know. That don't seem to be hurting them. Hmm. I mean, the fans are, you know, like 300 feet away with that running track around the field. Right. So, right. I mean, there's good things going on at West Ham. Good things. Yeah. So, all right. Good for you, David Moyes. Yes, yes. So, moving on to Leicester 2, Chelsea nil. I think you pretty much called this result. Yeah, I was not looking forward to it. And, of course, I got let down. But my hopes weren't too high for this game. The way Leicester's been playing, the way we've been playing, it kind of kind of knew it was coming. Mm. But you hope your boys show up and actually do something. Um, oh, Brendan Rodgers had played Chelsea 15 times as a manager. Never won. Wow. Until <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, so... Game started off really, really good for Leicester. Six minutes in, and Didi mm. swipes at it. Just a fluky, fluky hit. He swipes left. Swipe left. He did. <laughs> Actually, he banged he cut it in. Across it. So yeah, he banged it in. Might have swiped left. right. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Anyway, swipage. Yeah. Um, and Didi just just poor marking off a short corner for Chelsea. Ball gets played in. Harvey Barnes whiffed at it. He probably should have scored, but nobody for Chelsea was in a mile of marking. So that was wonderful. Um, we tested Casper Schmeichel um, a couple of times in the first half, but didn't make him move, just basically stung his hands. Everything that we shot basically went right to him. Cullum Hudson-Odoi hit the side netting when probably should have put it across. But... To be honest, Lester just Brendan Rodgers and Lester showed Frank Lampard what a true coach and the team that yeah. believes in their coach. They know be what doing. they're doing. Yes. And they do it. Dang, that, that team is so good. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of rooting for them out of anybody in the top, you know, five because we're not even close <laughs> anymore. Not. I am pulling for Leicester. But, yeah, just just pitiful, pitiful play. Chelsea did get a PK call, which was reversed mm-hmm. to be a um, free kick just outside the box. I do have a question about this, and I'm, I'm unsure. Hmm. So Christian Pulisic got taken down by Johnny Evans. Yes. Christian Pulisic's front foot, his right foot, was on the line, okay? The ball was on his left foot, which was outside the box. So when they said the foul occurred, it occurred, um, I guess, at the, what do they mark it at the ball? I think so. Okay, because the way I was thinking is like, wait a second, well, what if if he's on if he has the ball on his right foot that's in the box but somebody trips his left foot is a contact and I'm sorry let me start over Christian Pulisic <laughs> let's say Christian yeah. Pulisic has a ball on his right foot the ball and his right foot are in the box his left foot is outside the box and somebody just wails on his left foot and takes him down right. is it a pk then it's a good question so Maybe it, maybe it's the spot of the foul. Well, that's that's the question I have. Like yeah. with contact on which foot? Like it doesn't depend on where the ball. I I don't know. So either way, I mean, it. Everybody seemed to agree that it was not a PK that it should have been outside the box. Everything that I've read, I haven't seen anybody kind of come forward. I just had a question on it because I'd like to know. 
There was another thing that happened this week that I thought was a little squirrely, but we'll get to that actually this next game. Anyway, so Chelsea get a free kick, and Mason Mount kicks it over the stadium. (laughs) And then um, right before halftime, James Madison. Cocky. You said he was cocky. He is a cocky son of a gun. You see him pointing out his jersey and just giving the wink to the camera? His interview after the game, too, I'm like, my gosh, how this guy doesn't get punched in the face once a week? Oh, man. But he's backing it up. The whole team is. is backing it up, so I give him credit. Yeah, and he's on my team and just keeps scoring goals. I know. Keep scoring them. Yeah, another poorly defended uh, goal. Or Chelsea let in a, a pretty, pretty – it was just bad. It was bad. Ball gets played in. Rudiger tries to just basically jump on top of Vardy's back to give him a piggyback ride. <laughs> Takes him down. Reese James is just trotting back. Mm-hmm. Bystander. Yeah, I just poor, just poor. But yeah, that was before halftime. In the second half, both James Justin and Yuri Tillemans could have ended the game, killed the game off. They both had really good chances. Justin put it wide. Yuri Tillemans forced Mindy for a foot save. We did put the ball in the back of the net, but Werner was offsides. Straight up, we were poor and Lester was spot on yes they knew they were just a real well drilled team they knew how to attack us they knew how to get through us I mean when they when they would pass the ball through the middle of our team it was I mean it was smoother than a hot knife and butter oh I mean it was smooth it was bad. Yeah, that's so. a, it's a team just hitting all the gears, yeah, firing on all cylinders. I and mean, Jamie Vardy doesn't even have to score. The yeah. team plays well. I mean, it's yeah. And as much as I want to say how bad Chelsea was, that doesn't take anything away for the from the way that Leicester played. They were phenomenal. Yep. So, and we're gonna talk a little bit more. One of the emails is uh, focused on Chelsea, Chelsea. So. I've got a lot more to say about this, and I'm sorry for those people. So we may just have like a, <laughs> <I'll leave. laughs> a warning at the end. I'll leave what I'll go say. We'll save it for that. Yeah. Save it. Okay. All right. Next game Man City 2, Aston Villa 0. Joe, take it away. Oh, Man City's 10th clean sheet of the season. This game was nasty. Just the conditions were abysmal. I love those type of conditions, oh, yeah. man. The I only felt guy. like we played better when it rained. It's more fun. Yeah. Especially, I mean, if you're playing in the English Premier League, you got to be down with the rain. Yeah. I mean, you just got to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know, watching it on TV, they're like, oh, the conditions are awful. It's pouring rain. And you're looking, and you're like, I don't see anything. And then they show a close-up, and it's, I mean, the guys are yeah, it's just squinting drenched. their eyes. Yeah. They can't even <laughs> see. Oh, man. Yeah. No, it was pretty bad. Yeah, Villa's first game since the new year. I think they had two games postponed. Yeah, they had a COVID outbreak COVID, in the first team. Yeah, like I'm talking crazy outbreak. Yep, whole bubble. But burst. you got to give them credit. They came out there, played really good. Yeah, great game. It was intense. It's I mean, like, a, like a basketball game, just up yes, and down, up and down. Yes, it was. Which I anticipated with those two teams, their style of play. Love to see it. Yeah. Great. A little unfortunate how they lost, but – what can you do? I mean, Man City, 24 efforts on goal. Um, 39 total shots in the match. most Second most this season. Wow. I think Manchester United uh, leads at okay. the most. Yeah, that's that's an insane total, 39 that, total. Yeah. Rossitron was back. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's sad Ross that the boss. I look at two players, two midfielders that Chelsea let go. And, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm ever going to say this. But I think we're missing Ross Barkley. Whoa. We're we're definitely missing Ruben Loftus-Cheek because that kid, the way he's been playing, the way he carried the ball against Man U, I mean, we need somebody like that that you can play into his feet in the center of the park. I know I'm – Back on Chelsea. Sorry. (laughs) 
But I, I got to say, for Aston Villa, I don't know why more teams did not go after Martinez, the goalie. Mm-hmm. He is phenomenal. Yes. I think Arsenal made a – I mean, Burt Leno is a great keeper, but I think Martinez might be better. Yeah, he's easily that, one of the signings of the, the summer. I've said it many a time. Gosh. Guy's, guy's good. Yeah, and he's old school. He wears short sleeves when he goes. Yes, yep. Oh, man, that's, that's, that's a sign. raw. That's a sign. That's raw dog. Yep. Yep, yep. yep. So, did you see what Bertrand Traore did when he uh, brought down? There was one play. ball was played way over the top. Bertrand Traore and KDB were going, <clears throat> sprinting down the field together. Mm-hmm. Bertrand Traore did to KDB what KDB does to just about everybody in Other the league. Other humans, yeah. yeah. He, he trapped it with the outside of his left foot. So he stuck it up pretty high, brought it down like, I mean, silky smooth. Mm-hmm. Keeps it away from KDB. KDB basically trips over himself, lands face <laughs> first, and then Bertrand Traore took it in. Juked a couple of people and then smashed a shot, which uh, Ederson saved. But man, Joe, you have to see this. Like he, so KDB, he, I mean, he appreciated it. That's what threw him off. He's like, I should be the one doing that touch. He, I mean, he was right on him. That's the thing. Like they were, they were literally inside of each other's pockets, and he brings down this ball and then takes it away from KDB. Like his first touch and second touch were almost simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Pushes it away and KDB just has to, I mean, he almost just uh, weakened at Bernie's. His body shut down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, straight up weakened at Bernie's, man. Just just went down. Face first. Yeah, Troy, he's really making himself part of the team. Yeah. He might be the missing piece. He's a stud. He's a stud. But let's get to this goal. Mm -hmm. Bernardo Silva scores. What I mean, I've read all types. Everybody kind of disagrees on this. What did you think about it? Offsides? Oh, you mean where he came back and got yeah. it from Mings? Yeah. I'm okay with it. So the, the ruling is as soon as – if you're in an offside position, you can – if you're trying to come back onside, the ball's played over, if a defender – makes an attempt to play the ball that changes the phase of game is what they're saying mm-hmm. but what I don't understand is so if you're like if you're Jamie Vardy yep. and you're offside, I'd love to be Jamie Vardy <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> you're offsides and the ball's played and you just what if I just stand right behind the defender and I just wait I'm like I'm not doing anything yep. I'm not doing anything and then as soon as he touches it, I kick him from behind and get the ball. This yep. is basically what happened. Right. So, I mean, even even on Sky Sports, they're saying, like, this is a crazy loophole that uh, we just – it could cause some conflict, some issues in the future. What do you say? I mean, it definitely can. And, I mean, smart teams will exploit it, or players will exploit it. But I kind of like that, though. You can't just – you know somebody's behind you. You can't just lose track of what's going on. So I, I like that. I mean, we've seen other times where the goalie kind of forgets the striker's been out of play and he's dawdling on the ball, and then the striker comes back in, steals it, scores on him. I mean, you've seen highlights. That's different, though, because the ball wasn't played in. Right. It wasn't. What I'm saying is same principle in that. It is principle, yeah. It's the principle of don't be slacking. Yeah, so, I somebody, mean. Somebody's lurking. I mean, it's a cutthroat league. I'm, I'm okay with it. I mean, Means came out and said straight up that he should have cleared the ball. Yeah. When I've refereed, and I, I don't like how right now the referees, the linesmen are taught to, even if it's offside, let it play through. I mean, I, I really feel like somebody's going to get seriously injured one time and then they're going to raise a flag and be like, oh, well, that was offsides. Like, remember – and I may have used this already. Do you remember when um, Sadio Mane against Ederson like a few seasons ago? Sadio 
jumped up to trap a ball. Ederson came out to head it. Sadio Mane basically almost gave him a yes. UI ball. Yeah, exactly. What if that's offsides? And they don't – the referee, the linesman doesn't hold up his flag until after the fact. Like you're going to get somebody basically concussed. Murdered. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't like that. With that being said, when I was taught um, – and a lot of, I mean, I really wasn't taught. I just kind of learned as I refereed. I did learn from Chico. Mm. Got to give a shout, shout out to out. Chico. Chico. Um, if somebody, if they're in an offside position and they make an attempt at the ball, if they go towards the ball, if they make any type of attempt to go towards it or seemingly make a play on the ball, it's offsides. If they make one step towards that, that for me is offsides. So if he's coming back and he's running towards the ball, I got to say that that's offsides for me. Mm, okay. So that's that's just my opinion. But, yeah, Ming should have just headed the ball clear away. But, yeah, that was it was just a strange, strange thing. But what a strike by Bernardo. Yes. I mean, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, so what was that, 79th minute? Yeah, I mean, Villa kept doing their thing. Great game, very entertaining, good finish. And then the Matty Cash handball. Yeah. Sealed it, you know. Good one. Yeah, good one. Right down the middle. Yeah, I mean, it was a great game. Uh, Just two nuts and a little harsh. Yeah. I feel on Villa, but. I mean, you can tell this team is built to challenge anybody. Yeah. They got the talent. They got the the, the drive. Yeah. They got the legs. They got the legs, the hair. <laughs> yeah. The team's got some hair. They do have some hair. Bertrand Traore. Gosh, that's some hair right there. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I like him. Mings. Yeah, Mings. Target. Grealish. Target used to have longer hair. Yeah. He, he's... <laughs> I'm glad he got yeah. it. <laughs> He looked like he should have been on the Dari girls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Got him. Got him. All right. Let's move on to Fulham. Man, you. One. Fulham, one. Manchester United, two. Whew. Love these come from behind wins. Seventh come from behind win this season. That's nuts. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I called it. Knew it was going to happen. We could all feel it. Credit to Fulham, though. Gosh. Fifth minute, Lookman beats the offside trap, scores. Like, holy crap. It's already we're already down. Yeah. Game barely started. No side has conceded more goals in the opening five minutes than Manchester United this season. Wow. Yeah. Chelsea's probably coming up pretty close on them. They're, yeah. It's not, it's, not the, it's not a title you want to have. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah. Yeah. We got a little luck, though. 21st minute, our boy Ariola, oh. he bobbled a little something. Fell right into my man Cavani's lap. I mean, they used to play together, right, at PSG? PSG, yeah. That was some... That was a gift. That was a, from friend to a friend. That was almost like borderline... Collusion. <laughs> yes. The, Collusion. I don't know what he was thinking because he made some incredible saves in this game, and that one is just... Out of character oh gosh almost like Cavani was like hey bro you, you, you owe me from back in the day yeah yeah just uh just one we're even well he collected so hey good stuff man one one good battle I felt yeah I just felt we we're always gonna get the win didn't know where it's gonna come from though but my goodness Pogba who could have predicted this whatever reason his agent says oh yeah Pogba's out of here Baba just turns on the afterburners. He's playing great, great game. And that goal was beautiful. Loved yeah, it. What a strike. A little swagger to it. Great shot. What else can you say, man? Game winner. Pogba. He deserves all the credit he's getting. Scotty P's got to deserve some credit, too, the way his team is playing. I know they've lost the last two only by a goal. Um, I mean, they – they played. I played. They they are playing very well, and they have an identity. Yep. 
you can tell. They're definitely looking good enough to survive this season. Yeah, they need to get some more. Yeah, they, they need, need to get a couple of dubs and not some true. draws. Yep. Need yeah. the threes, not the ones. But yeah. for real. For real. They're looking good. They're looking good. But, man, good win. I never felt it was in doubt. But Fulham, they're going to make you work for it. Mm-hmm. Same as against Chelsea. It's going to be a tough one. But I'll take it, man. Three yeah. points. Scotty P always looking fresh. Yeah, man, he's looking super fresh. And it's uh, surprising because he's Mitrovic is not even a part of it hardly anymore. No, I mean he had maybe a chance towards the end of the game. But yeah, he came on a little. Yeah, probably but, half the team that got him promotion last year is completely sidelined. We haven't even mentioned the Strawberry Dream in like a two months. I know. <laughs> we come up with the best nickname of all time for Tim Ream, and then he gets sidelined hardcore. Like we don't even get to glimpse that beautiful hair, the beard, nothing. He's not going to get back into the, no. the team with the way no, he's, Anderson and what's the other ones? No, they're playing way too well yeah. for him to get back in. Yeah, I mean, Anderson's the captain. We're going to hope. We might have a sighting. It might be like Bigfoot. Nice. Strawberry Dream making an appearance. Yeah. Just one. I'll be happy. If I get one a month. Just just show him on the bench. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just show him on the that bench. That would do it, yeah. That'd we'll do it take for that. Me. Yeah. We'll take that. All right. Sounds good. Moving on to the result of the midweek. Oof. Liverpool. Nil. Burnley! 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 Did it. One. They did it. So last year, Burnley was the only team to take a point at Anfield. This year, they took all three. They took three. all three. Uh-uh. They ended the 68-game oh, unbeaten streak at Anfield. Been like four years since uh, Liverpool had yeah. lost at Anfield. Crystal Palace, 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Burnley did it. Still. Smash and grab. So, Chelsea still hold the record for the most home wins. (laughs) Yeah. He still got that. Longest unbeaten streak at home, 86 games. Woo. That's going to last for a long, long time. That is crazy. But, yeah, we'll get to the actual game. First half, I mean – Burnley, that's another team that, I mean, they just have an identity. You know who they are. They got two burly wood. Wood, Woodly men. Woodly, woodly men. Just chiseled out of wood. Solid yeah. oak. Yeah, they are lumberjacks up there they just waiting right. for it. But, I mean, Burnley was just, their defense was so well organized, blocking shots left and right, and when they weren't, they have big old Nick Pope back there mm-hmm. big saving old. everything. I mean, goodness gracious. But uh, Ben Mead probably had some squeaky bum time towards the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. Miss kicks a ball back to his goalie, lets Origi one-on-one. Origi. It's Origi. Yeah, hits a crossbar. Yeah. I mean, I when he hit that, I was like, ooh, that's – that's a, I mean, he put it high. Pope had no chance, but, yeah, hit the crossbar, bounced almost straight down, and then bounced out. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, the whole game, really, for Liverpool, I felt was unfortunate. It's just one of those days. It was. It's like that Elkin game. That's right, Elkin. Yeah. Shout out, Elkin. Elkin, if any of those players are listening to our podcast, we want to apologize. Or I do. I don't. <laughs> I apologize. For nothing. I want to apologize because, yeah. Um, oh, we robbed them. Semifinal game, state championship. Yep. This team probably would have beat us nine out of ten times. Yep. Yeah. They took us behind the woodshed. Yeah. Yeah. We hung on. We were some scrappy little country boys. Yep. I mean, they're pretty country, too. Yeah, and, that's true. Yeah. I was just up there Yeah. a couple weeks back. But we just want to apologize because, hey, if we didn't win, 
that game, y'all would have won the state championship, so we, we feel you, but yeah, we true. go down I in history yeah. <laughs> as the Your first ever <laughs> 1A state championship. That's right. In, in North Carolina. But Elkin, you know, we feel for you. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was shades of Elkin. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah, defend, they, defend, defend. They huffed and they puffed. I mean, yeah. poor Sala, he looks just completely lacking confidence. Like, yeah. Stuff that used to just drop for him. Oh, he's just desperate. I mean, we'll talk about it later, but yeah, Klopp benched him. Yeah, benched him and Bobby Chompers. Yeah, ooh, yeah, a couple chances late too. It's just, uh, oh man, I feel for these guys. I mean, as much as you can feel for a title-winning team. Yeah, I mean, still an amazing team. But yeah, I mean, right at the end of the first half, Origi hits that, and then right at halftime, things got a little wild. Yes, a little VAR. Little VAR, little Klopp against Sean Dyche in the tunnel, going at each other. Yes. Oh man, I would have loved to be a fly on that wall. No. But yeah, the VAR saw um, Ashley Barnes kind of bump into Fabinho. Fabinho definitely kicks out at him. I don't know why that wasn't a red, Mm -mm. but doesn't matter because Burnley still got the win. Yellow card. Second half, soft, soft PK. Yes. But still PK. Yeah. And Ashley Barnes uh, finishes it. Yeah, wins it and finishes it. Yeah. When I looked at it, I I was like, oh, no, they're going to give him a yellow for diving. But if you look closely, Allison's legs do catch his. It was the typical Burnley goal. Yeah. I mean, just pure effort on his part. For Ashley Barnes. Yeah, because Fabinho had him in like a a rear naked choke or something. Yes, yeah. I mean, and then he all of a sudden he's go. All of a sudden he's busting free, and yeah, made it happen. They got the goal, got the win. I mean, I felt bad for Liverpool, but gotta give credit to Burnley. Yeah, Burnley set up right. Burnley, Burnley. Oh, we knew you were good for something. Yep. Dang, that is the surprise result. Surprise result of twenty. 21, I would say. So far. Yeah, so far. <laughs> Still early. Just a little early. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was the games for this week. Like we said, we've got two emails this week, so I'll let Joe kick off the first one on the tailgate. All righty. Who is this one from? This is from someone who has given himself a nickname. Okay. El Diamante. Which means? The Diamond. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, A.K.A. <laughs> the Diamond of Diamonds. He also refers to himself sometimes. It's my brother. Is he a lady? No, he's he's a man Why who loves he... to call himself the Diamond. <laughs> I don't wow. know. I mean, I... He's a special, he's a special young I, man. I know Jacob. Yep. He's definitely coal. Yeah. He's not a diamond. Yes. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, but he, for whatever reason, decided to drop an email on us. We appreciate it. Yeah. El yeah. Diamante. You're the man. All right, so he has a question about Chelsea, which we're going to roll into our second email. He said, I would ask a question about Chelsea, but I think at this point, drawing any more attention to them would just be adding insult to injury. Woo! Shots fired. Shots fired. Okay, so he's got two real questions. Liverpool, granted, they have had their injuries, but... Their top three are not clicking the same as years past. Why? Man, I don't know. This inevitably happens, though. So many years together, you got to freshen it up. You know, we saw Thiago Jota come in and really spark them. I think Thiago can also be that spark. But for whatever reason, you need one guy firing. And if you got three studs up top, with you know, Z. yep, with a Z. You know, studs recognize studs. All three of them are just firing blanks right now. Normally, you'd have at least one of them that was just red hot. Maybe Bobby Chompers was not scoring, but he's doing some passing. Well, Salah scoring goals. Mane's blasting them in. Right now, they've all three gone cold. You've got to freshen it up somehow. I think it's just over time. And there might be some behind-the-scenes drama going on. We know there's some ego issues sometimes. Mane and Salah, but 
Yeah, it's kind of hard to put your finger on. Klopp looks exasperated. I mean, that result especially looked oh, that was brutal to watch. Yeah, his uh, his reactions on the sideline can tell you kind of like the there's some there's a lot of tense people around that club right now. Yep. I mean, they haven't they haven't scored in four games, and I mean, there's just they haven't won in like five. No, they are in a, quite the drought. Yeah. And I think a lot – I said this last year, and I i mean, I don't know if this is correct, but I really feel like Liverpool was riding a big wave of luck. You know, last year I remember a game against uh, Leicester. Leicester was up one nothing till basically the end of the game and then Al Brighton makes a silly silly foul just stupid <clears throat> wins uh Liverpool with PK where they finish it so it, it ends up like one actually I think that the game might have been tied and they in, ended up winning either way I feel like Liverpool was riding a wave of luck and maybe yes. it's dried up it has I mean it's the law it's averages too yeah there's a lot of things going on they need, yeah, at least one player to really spark them to life. And, yeah, today they that player just didn't happen. I mean, Thiago could be that guy. Jota, Diogo. Yeah. Jota yeah. could be that guy when he comes back. I'm surprised that Shaqiri, he hasn't come back. Definitely yeah. not. <laughs> definitely not that guy. That hair, man. Oh, oh, it's looking a little better. I've got a buddy that I uh, went to college with that reminds me of Shakiri. Oh, yeah. And I want to take a picture of him. When he's, you know, doing his hair. Yeah, doing a little. And send it to my buddy and be like, bro, you need to get your hair did. That's you. <laughs> That's uh, what you look like. But they were both built the same way. You know, they're they're four foot wide, four foot tall. Yeah, yeah. power cube. The only person I've never been able to knock off a ball. Mm. He had a lower center of gravity than I did. So, mm. yeah, built like a dang cube. Son of a gun. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to diagnose. I mean. Klopp can't figure it out. Phew. Who am I to say? Yeah, but, they just they just need need something. Yeah, they I need think. a little something. I mean, they're they're solid. They played well. I mean, they had plenty of chances, but it just was not falling for them. They play in the FA Cup. Yes, Manchester play, United. Ooh, on maybe, Sunday. Maybe that'll give that them. That could be the. I hope not, but it could be. Where are they playing at? I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know. I knew the FA Cup was coming up, and I was like, who are they playing? And then I remembered Man U. So maybe I was thinking they needed an easy result, basically, mm. to get their guys firing. But that not going to be it. <laughs> that ain't going to be it. <laughs> it sure ain't. Oh, and a little follow-up question from the Diamond. Lastly, McGregor versus Poirier this Saturday. We're talking UFC, mixed martial arts. Who wins and how? I haven't watched it in years. I don't. I don't even know. Ooh, McGregor is. You talk about cocky. Oh, but he backs it up. Gracious. He is. He's a gift to the sports entertainment world. Even if you don't like him, you got to respect the man. I don't know if I do. Really? Because I recently met someone uh, at a bar, an Irishman. Oh. Yeah. And so we were sitting, sitting down, talking, watching, actually watching a soccer game, and. Uh, he said, you know, he recently went back to Ireland and he was he's been in the States for quite a while and right. you know, he he was saying, Oh, McGregor, McGregor and people over there cannot stand him. Apparently he's even like gotten in fights with women. Yeah. I mean there's a video where he slapped an old man. Well, I mean like who didn't want to take his whiskey <laughs> his average whiskey. So I don't I don't I don't think I can respect him. Man, I respect his game and just how he's elevated himself. I mean, he was like a plumber's apprentice and is literally making like tens of millions of fight. Yeah, I mean, once he's in that octagon, he's doing great. But yeah. everything out outside of it, yeah, get your mind right. That's man. true. You shouldn't be smacking around women. Women like, or old men, no. We can't. We're, we're gentlemen That's on this true. pod. We I can't, can't condone that. Yeah. No. Yeah, just, I mean, grow up. I'm still, I'm going McGregor. Okay. I think Dustin, his engine, I think he goes quite a few rounds. I don't think it's going to be some easy knockout for Connor. 
It's not gonna be no cowboy 2.0 or anything. It's gonna be a battle. What happened the last time they fought? Uh, he won. McGregor won, but that was a while back. Decision? I can't remember. Okay. Yeah, but they're different fighters now. Dustin, yeah, is arguably yeah the best in the weight class. Now that you know Khabib is gone, so I think it's gonna be a true battle. But yeah, I'm going McGregor. I think he's just riding. Yeah, he's apparently everybody's saying how how good he's looking in shape, training just off the charts. Yeah, I think he's gonna find a way. Could go, could go the distance though. Could go decision. Where are you gonna watch it at? I don't know if I will. Okay. I don't like those prices on the pay per view. <laughs> I'll watch the highlights the next day. Well, what about uh, ESPN Plus? You still gotta pay. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's just wonderful. Yep. I love all these streaming services that are like, hey. We'll show you this. Yeah. But by the way, it's going to cost you an extra $700. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, unless somebody, hey, write us. If you're showing it for free, I might show up. <laughs> no matter where you are. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the flight. All right. Are we ready to get back to the footy? Yes. Second. Little detour. The second, second email. Yes. So. Chelsea related. <clears throat> This was sent to me specifically during the game. My name was not even mentioned. Nope. So, Mark. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you (laughs) because you literally sent this to me while Chelsea were losing. So, it it means that you were thinking about me and knew that I was going through a hard time during this game. Heck, yeah. It It was bad. I mean, after the game, I sat there in silence for quite a while. Mm. Emma's, Emma asked me, are you, are you okay? You okay, baby? Do you, do you need to go outside and like run around? <laughs> need a hug? Yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. So, Mark, I appreciate you. He says, hey, Matt, what's wrong with Chelsea? Coach or players? All right, so this may take a little bit. I'll try to speed it up. <laughs> but if you, uh, if you don't want to hear anything about Chelsea – Now's the time to leave. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the players first. I'm going to start back to front. Our goalkeeper, Edward Mendy. Put Arisa Balaga in there too. Neither one of them can distribute the ball very well. They're not confident when they kick the ball. Every time they kick it, I'm like, eh, that's got about a 90% chance of going out of bounds or not reaching the person. It's. Hmm. I mean, you look at some of these other goalies that can just play so simple. Ederson. So simple with the ball. Allison, they're both Brazilian, but still. Great with the ball. De Gea, eh, he's all right. Yeah. But they just, they cannot distribute the ball well. I don't understand why on goal kicks we like this possession and trap ourselves into a corner. Oh, it just drives me crazy. So we're center backs. Our center backs, I believe, are, they're all right. But they cannot play a long ball to save their lives. You know, I was surprised to see Rudiger come on the last two games because he's actually been playing the ball over the top. He's about the only one that will take the risk. And it's not even a risk. If you're trying to play the ball over the top, how's that going to put you in a bad, bad spot? It's not everybody's kind of tight together. Players are close, so... It's not like they're going to turn that into a fast break on you because you're, you're ready for it. Right. So, <clears throat> yeah, either they can't play a long ball like Zuma or they just refuse to. And then they never, the center backs never skip a pass. And what I mean by that is instead of Rudiger playing it to Tiago Silva, or I'm sorry, instead of him playing it to either um, somebody like Chilwell, or even Kovacic in the middle. He's got to play it to Tiago Silva, who then plays that pass. Like, they never skip a player. The ball doesn't move fast. And so it just allows teams to kind of guard us. Like corral the play. Yeah. Our left and right back, they're too parallel with our center backs. Like, if you look, when they're receiving the ball, they're maybe five yards ahead 
of the center back on the sideline. So everything that, that we're doing right now is allowing teams to get into defensive shape and then press us and compact us. And we don't have enough decent ball players that will move off the ball. So we're putting it on ourselves. Then go through our midfield. Our midfield, it's almost like they're coached not to allow the center backs to play the ball. I mean, there were so many times in, against Leicester where Mason Mount, Kovacic, Havertz, they would come almost and take the ball off the foot of the center back. I mean, when you have two people in the same spot, you only need one defender to guard both of you. It's just... Oh, oh face. <clears throat> oh. Um, and our midfielders, I don't know what they're doing. None of them move the ball or move into a position to accept a ball. They don't provide an angle. Most of the time, they're standing behind someone. You and I were taught, and I don't remember who taught us this, but it's like, can you pass a ball through somebody? No. Coach? It's very rare. Yeah. I mean, you can pass it through their legs, which nobody used to ever try to do. Now they do it all the time. But still, if you can't see the guy, if you don't have a clear vision of the guy that's passing it to you, he probably is not going to get it to you. So move either, either left or Uther. right. Yeah, either. <laughs> You're German, yeah. <laughs> move either left or right and open up for an actual pass. And when they get the pass, even when they do, they never, never try to turn with it. It's always played back. I mean, it's just, like I said, sorry ball is just, it's sorry. Mm, it's it really is. sorry. Sorry. Oh, and... And then when when they lose the ball, the midfielders completely in shambles. I mean, especially not having N'Golo Conte or even having N'Golo Conte, we don't have a base in the midfield that sits in between the center backs. So when we go forward, because Frank wants to have this possession game, so when we go forward, we press pretty high up. And then when we lose the ball, it's two passes and and the team's already down on the other side of the field. The, the most damning part of this, this last game, was the amount of times where the guys weren't on the same page. Chilwell, Pulisic, passing it to each other. One is standing there waiting for the ball. The ball doesn't come to him, so he makes a run, and then the ball's played to him, and it's already behind him. I saw so many people shaking their heads, throwing their arms up, like there's not anything good going on right now at Chelsea. It is tough to watch. Mm. I I would rather watch neutral games, any other game. Any game. It's just it's it's rough. So, you know, that's our midfielders and then our forwards. I mean half the time they're offsides. <laughs> Emma Emma played soccer but she she's not she doesn't have the IQ that you and I would. Right. And she constantly says, man, Tammy is always offsides. And I'm thinking, oh, kind of cut him some slack. He, he's done all right. He's like our leading goal scorer in all competitions. But she's exactly right. He is offsides like 90% of the time. The times that he did get an opportunity when the ball was played in, I'm like, even if that one went to you, you would have been offsides. Like, get on sides. Right. And then he, Tammy especially, Drew does this well. Drew's a link-up forward. You play him the ball, he plays it back to you, moves off. Yep. Tammy, I don't know what type of forward he is. If he likes to play through the lines, then we're not playing him correctly. He can win a header, but he never checks to the ball to try to receive it. He's always trying to play like a Jamie Vardy on the back shoulder. And we just move the ball. We move the ball too slow for that to even happen. So it's just beyond ridiculous. And then our wingers, whenever they get the ball, their backs to the goal or to the sideline, and they don't move it forward. They just play it back. I just, oh man. Now with our coach, with Frank Lampard, I love Frank Lampard. I hope he does well in the future. He's not gonna last very long. Mm. 
this is his last season at Chelsea if he makes it to the end of the season. Oh, do you think he will? It probably not. Okay. Okay. We'll probably get an interim manager in and then wait to the summer to but even at then if you if you just bring in an interim manager you know the you get a lot of money for qualifying for the Champions League. Without that money can't really invest like you want to. And there's talks that they are going to break the bank to get Holland. I mean, go just throw like 200 mil. Wow. At Dortmund. He won't come if they're not playing in the Champions League. No, he shouldn't. Unless he's just like, oh, well, you know, he did say that he liked Frank Lampard as a player, but if he's not there, I mean, anyway. <laughs> Frank Lampard literally has no identity to this club. I mean, I keep I talked about the identity, but with Burnley, with uh, with Fulham, yeah, like all of Lester, these guys, South, Lester, Southampton, yeah, they know what they're doing. Every player, it doesn't matter who you take in and out, they know what their job is when they go in. Chelsea has no idea, and it's just. It's hard to watch. Yeah. I think unless he figures it out soon, yeah. Time, I mean, the clock is ticking on him. Yeah. I mean, we've got three winnable games, one in the FA Cup, which is to a lower-tier team, Luton, and then we play Wolves and I think Burnley, and then Tottenham. So if he doesn't have things figured out by Tottenham, I mean, he's gone. But the, I mean, Frank Lampard is uh, is focused on this four three three formation. Clearly, it's not working. The last three or four games that we have played, everybody's been able to play right through our midfield. So, if something's not working, why keep like beating a dead horse with it? You know, I just I don't understand why. We don't try to change it up. Last season, he would change the formation in games. It's like he's, since last season, he's he's become extremely hard-headed and stubborn and said, no, this is this is my formation and this is the way we're playing. It's not working. Mm-hmm. you got to try something else. If it's not working consistently over the last five to eight games, why not throw a new formation in? He's got to do something to save his own neck because – it's coming. And then with the formation, we play a possession. We try to move the ball, build possession. We have so much speed on that team. Werner, Tammy's fast for a tall forward. Pulisic. I mean, you've got so much speed on that team. Why aren't you using it? I don't I don't get it. Like, why are we trying to possess the ball and move it so slow and have this slow build up and work the ball down and then walk it in when you got people like Pulisic that wants to run onto the ball? Like, as soon as our defenders get the ball, Reese James should be hitting a cross-field ball to Pulisic over the top. Not even, not even look, just hit it mm-hmm. and let him run onto it. But, no, we try to play everything out of the back. If you're going to have these speedsters – why not use them? Like Cullum Hudson Adoy. That boy's crazy quick. He started the game and I was like, ooh, that's a good play. He touched the ball maybe three times in the whole game. He probably touched it more than that. But <laughs> everything that he every time he got the ball, he had to play it back. He was never in a position, and this is probably because of the tactics by Frank. He was never in a position to actually do anything with the ball. So it's just I, I don't I don't understand it. I mean, and then we press. We're a pressing team. This press is awful. Like if we were playing tag. Yeah. No, that's not a good. (laughs) No, no. Basically, our guys are about one or two seconds behind the play. So if a ball is played into the middle, our guy starts to press him. The ball's already gone before he even gets close to him. I mean, we're five yards off pace. Like one to two seconds, we're off pace of getting the ball. 
it's just awful. And then, you know, last year Frank Lampard would do some in-game management. He would change things up. This year I don't see any of that. I don't even see him showing any enthusiasm on the sideline. I barely see him yelling. I mean, if he just they, sweats with his arms crossed. Yeah, he's just pouring sweat. I mean, if you look at Klopp, you look at Pep Guardiola, you look at Sean Dyche, I mean, these guys are yelling the whole time. Sean Dyche doesn't have a voice at the end of the game. Right. That's not his normal smoking voice. That's just him after a game. <laughs> after he's yelling, been yelling for 90 minutes. I mean, you've, you've seen me at a soccer game. Yeah. I lose my voice, too. Exactly. Frank is not you. So, yeah. Um, and then not being able to get the best out of Werner, Cullum hudson Adoy, Havertz, Pulisic, and Zayic. I mean, the only one that has really performed under Frank has been Mason Mount. Who is basically Frank Lampard. Junior. Junior. Yeah. I mean, he's basically reincarnated Frank Lampard. But you can only do so much with that one individual. Yep. So, I just – I don't know. I think he's out of his depth. Yeah. You know, I, I said last – uh, on Monday when we did the last podcast that if your team comes to you and says, hey, we want you to coach, you got to say yes. But I read somewhere somebody had a really good point. You should know yourself well enough, and if you truly are a fan, then you should say, I'm not ready. Mm. And I I, I got to take, take back what I said because I, I think that's the case. Now, if you're in over your head, you've got to admit that and say, I'm, I'm not ready for this. Maybe Frank could go off somewhere, five, ten years, come back. But right now, I mean, there's been talks of other coaches saying after playing Chelsea, like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oof. It might be Bielsa, but <laughs> Bielsa yeah. hates. People that hate Jeff, yeah. right? So, Yeah. I mean, the the game against Leicester, nobody was on the same page. They were all shaking their heads. They were just so frustrated with each other. So, Mark, to answer your question, what's going wrong with Chelsea? Everything. Players and coaches? Yes. Or players or coaches? Both. Everything. Everything's going wrong. So, I don't the, – the biggest problem is you want to see a team progress. Chelsea literally has receded, just like my hairline, since the start of this season. Oh, dang. Yeah. They have regressed. Hairline, self, self burn. Yeah. Dang, okay. I wrote that down. Oh, did you? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, hmm, boy, what could I say here? Receded. Yes. Receded. Yes. Man, well, Mark, dang. Appreciate the email. It didn't involve me. Just kidding. I appreciate you. But, yeah, I hope that answered your question. Yeah, there's there's just too much going on. Um, I really hope that I, – I did see signs of Haz, Havertz, actually, before he was taken off. He showed glimpses of what I saw at Leverkusen. I just hope that we can get him into better positions. I don't think anybody's played in the right position right now. I think Timo was a little unlucky. With the offside. I mean, that could have been a little something for him. Yeah. That could have been it, maybe. That was a great touch. I mean, yeah. a great finish. Could have sparked him. Yeah. But, nah. Yeah, he's – I mean, everybody's lacking in confidence. I don't think the team morale is very good right now with the way people are just shaking their head and then pointing at each other like, why aren't you here? I mean, I don't, I don't know if they have a clear understanding of what they're supposed to be doing. So – there's a lot going wrong. It's not fun for me. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been rough. Mm. Freaking West Ham are above us. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, shoot. I guess that signals the end of the podcast. And the last time y'all will hear my sweet southern voice for a couple weeks. Yep. So soak it in, save this episode, play it. 
when you go to bed at night each night <laughs> and uh, think of me. Do you think you have um, what it takes to do what Matthew McConaughey did? What's that? He reads bedtime stories. Oh, does he? Yeah. No. Don't. <laughs> he's got like <laughs> that voice. He's got some type of app or something. I, I can't. I need to download that. Yeah. He, where He'll he, read it to you. <laughs> oh, dang. I need that. Go to sleep. Yeah, I need to hear that voice. Oh, man. Well, yeah. If you want to hear me read you a bedtime story, just uh, send us an email. I'll see if I can work something out. Oh. Yeah. Heck send yeah. him a little audio clip. Yeah, a little audio clip. Yeah. Nice. It'd be a short story. Very nice. I'll read, I'll read you like one paragraph. You better fall asleep quick. And if you want mine, I guess I can figure out something too. Yeah, probably I mean, if not. you do, right? <laughs> probably not. There's got to be somebody out there for you. <laughs> I think if she's, she's. Oh yeah, upstairs. that's true. <laughs> Emma, if you're listening, she doesn't. He'll talk okay. to you. <laughs> it's okay. Um, well, guys, we appreciate you listening, staying. I'm sorry if uh, I rambled on for quite a while. I wrote down quite a bit of stuff that I needed to get out. I've been thinking about it for a long time. So, yeah, hopefully it made some sense. And, yeah, came for the footy, but stayed for the accents. All right. All right. Until next time, studs up.